This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Ed Keenan in for John Oakley on a Friday afternoon. Your drive home from work, I imagine, for many of you. Your drive into the long weekend. I hope you've got a long weekend. Uh, The weather looks like, well, it's what you expect from February. You make a long weekend in February, and you know you're going to be looking at some lows in the minus 8, minus 6 category. Uh, It was uh, like the, the streets were a lake. This morning, and I, I take it that they are in the process of refreezing right now. So uh, I will I will be doing some chipping of ice over the long weekend. Um, in the news today on the front page of the Toronto Star, which you know, full disclosure, that's my day job. My my uh, colleague Marco Chown Ovid had a story. Uh, he got a leaked internal presentation document from Google's Sidewalk Labs about their hopes. Their plans for the Portlands. Uh, people might know that uh, that about a year ago, a year and a half ago, it was announced that sort of Google's uh, Sidewalk Labs division had been that won a competition to design a 12-acre site on the edge of the Portlands, which is called Keyside. And it was meant to be a sort of a, a testing ground, a demonstration project for, for a new way of building a neighborhood where they would put a lot of technology into it. It would be a smart neighborhood, uh, wired up. Uh, th- their plans had a lot of wooden buildings and whatnot, but also th- there would be... I, I don't know, gizmos built into the street, heated sidewalks or like, um, you know, lights that change based on information about who's walking where and whatnot. Um, and, you know, the idea was that an innovative company could try some things out that maybe hadn't been tried yet and show us whether they would work elsewhere. And I think both the company and Waterfront Toronto, which is the government agency that represents the city, the province, and the federal government in their plans to redevelop this 350-acre Portlands site uh, adjacent to downtown Toronto, were wondering if they might learn some things from a demonstration project like that that could be applied elsewhere, that could be applied to the rest of it. This leaked document... Uh, shows that Google has fairly significant hopes and plans for that. That includes uh, them, yes, uh, sort of developing the entire Portland site, uh, directly developing some of the sites, but also building infrastructure themselves, financing it themselves to build like an LRT, to build the sewage and the heating and the electricity in there. And then, uh, potentially, in their own plans, uh, getting a cut of tax revenue from the further development, like development charges and tax revenues that would come from the other people who developed all the area around them. And so it seems like uh, Google has fairly well-developed plans internally since uh, since this leaked document was reported in the Star, and actually before we reported it, but after uh, the Star called them for comment, uh, they, uh, they, they publicly released that document and the updated version that they shows slightly uh, less ambitious uh, scaled back version of that but but the key parts of it is sort of um, lead some people to think maybe first of all that that they're putting the cart before the horse and maybe there are things that the city should be alarmed with here uh, both with the process and with how Google would approach these things with how much control the city would be handing over uh, among those who are concerned is Toronto City Councillor Gord Perks who represents Parkdale High Park who joins me on the phone now hi Gord hey Ed how are you I'm very well how are you today 
I've had better days, Ed, so we won't <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, let's talk about Keyside instead, or the uh, and sidewalk laps. Yeah. Oh, just listening to you uh, give your introduction there, I mean, it is such a tangled swamp of uh, partial information, misinformation, misleading statements on the part of sidewalk labs. Uh, And, you know, I, as an elected official who is, you know, supposed to look after the public interest, I've been told at multiple points during the conversation, there are things I'm not legally allowed to know. Hmm. And, yeah, I had uh, Google in my office uh, when the proposal first surfaced, and I was asking them some questions. You know, you're a private corporation. How are you going to make money off of this? How much land is involved? What's your revenue stream? All that stuff, right? And I was told, well, no, we only let people see that information if they've signed a non-disclosure agreement. And, obviously, as an elected official, I can't do that. (laughs) Well, and it seems like in in a public process, I mean, Obviously, there are internal things about Google's own corporate information they don't have to disclose. But when they're talking about a development of a city-owned site, yeah. a publicly-owned site, uh, and you know, public roads, public infrastructure that they may be subcontracted to some extent to do, uh, that needs to be public information, right? Yeah, and I want to. I want to pick that word subcontracted apart. We have all kinds of services, uh, road clearing, that are subcontracted. I'm happy to pass that responsibility along. But but we establish a standard, and then we have a fair bidding process, and everybody comes and says, okay, to to do that or to pick up a certain number of uh, garbage bins in a week or whatever it is, we can do it at this price to your standard. What Google wanted to do, which was entirely different, was it became their system, their standard. It wouldn't necessarily be the same as what we deliver elsewhere. It would be proprietary to them. All the revenues from that, all the private data from that, all that would flow to Google. And, you know, I just can't, I can't in good conscience say a huge area of the city. And, and Ed, like this, this would be from Jarvis to Bathurst, from Dundas to the lake. That's how big it is. That, that is the size, the size of it. And just that's to clarify, we're talking about the Portlands are south of the Lakeshore Boulevard that's right. and east of uh, Jarvis Street, basically, but, or Cherry so Street. But it's an area as big as downtown Toronto. It's an area as big as downtown Toronto. And I just can't... I can't in good conscience say, oh, go ahead, Uh, you know, this unelected $700 billion corporation gets to be the government down there and doesn't have to meet, you know, any of our standards that they want to collect garbage some different way. And and if they want to run their traffic lights and their sidewalks in a different way, if they want to build to different uh, planning rules than the rest of the city has, and then run it and get revenue from it, just like a government, well, who elected them? <laughs> well, no, nobody. Or exactly. I guess the Waterfront Toronto the Board. Yeah. And that's the point. And the other thing worth remembering here is we didn't put out a, a tender call saying, who wants to govern this area? We put out a tender call for some design ideas. Google came in and said, tell you what, throw out all the other bids and just let us do a few years of brainstorming with you instead, and we'll give you some money. And and the waterfront board, in its wisdom, decided to stop the bidding process and give a fast track to this, the, you know, one of the three biggest mm-hmm. conglomerates in the world and say, okay, you know, we'll let you uh, go and design what you want. 
they said they were going to design it cooperatively with the public, that they were going to, you know, hold open houses and town halls and ask for our opinion. But now we see from this slide deck that your newspaper released that they already knew what they wanted to do, and the consultations have been fake. So now, uh, I think a lot of people who've been following this have, or, or who've been sort of following it, who've heard the updates here on the radio or seen them in the newspapers, know that there are concerns about privacy that, that are directly related to Google's whole business model, which is about collecting information about people. But there are there are also concerns, and I think this is what we're talking about today, when we're talking about big development of, a, of public area. I mean, the 12-acre site is fairly large by itself, but 350 acres is is the size of downtown Toronto. Uh, that, that move beyond sort of privacy and into sort of just like public ownership of the process, right? If if Google's talking about they're going to build a transit line and give it to the city or whatever, uh, or sell it, you know, you know they're going to finance it, it and build it, and then yeah. it will be publicly operated. But and they're going to build the sewer system and the electrical system. We're talking about something entirely different. Uh, and and what briefly, because we only have a, a minute or two left. Uh, what are the core concerns that people like? should have about that? What should be they be so, worried about? So I, I think I saw it summarized best by a, a York University professor, Roger Kyle, who tweeted last night, we have to think of these guys like the robber barons. These are the guys who built all the train tracks and steel mills and everything in the United States. And they got so big and had so much power that they, the government basically had to do whatever they wanted. That, that rather than the government setting regulations to control these guys, these guys told the government what to do. And citizens were just left out. These corporations like Amazon and Google are getting so big and so powerful that they are moving into cities like Toronto and trying to take over. And and that, you know, without going into all the ins and outs and details, that's the thing that should give everyone pause. All right. Councillor Gord Perks of the Ward 4 Parkdale High Park, thank you for shedding some light uh, for us on that. I'm sure uh, we'll be talking in the future as this evolves. Thanks for having me on, Ed. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.